Do you ever get tired of the same old boring news? Do you ever wish the news was very nearly funny? I know we did. Hi, I'm Gene Person. And I'm Greg Person. And that's why we created Anchor Persons. A news podcast. For people who hate the news. By people who hate the news. Every week, we lampoon the laughable thing that journalism has become. We make up facts about your home state. We break stories on the latest in food crime. We take two completely unrelated things and figure out how they're connected. And we keep you informed on the emotional weather. Find Anchor Persons on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or a completely different podcatcher that you prefer. Will you laugh? No. But will you be informed? Also no. Anchor Persons, the only news podcast hosted by persons. Subscribe today. I got to protect the gift, guys. Got to protect the gift. It's just going to turn into the intro to a disturbed song. Just... (laughs) 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 Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what? Welcome to Brose, the podcast for those who drink rose. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros in rose. On an audio feed reporting live from Belmar, New Jersey, it's Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hi, everyone. On an audio feed reporting live from Haddon Heights, New Jersey, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And on an audio feed reporting live from DZ at Discovery Zone, discover what I can do on my own, it's Tim Hansen. Dude, that shut down when we were like 10. It was a, you know, it was originally not a discovery. So, the Discovery Zone in Exton used to be a leaps and bounds. It was not Discovery Zone. Leaps and bounds. It was the predecessor to Discovery. It's the same thing. They just got bought by whatever the parent company of Discovery Zone was. Now it's like partly a carpet store and the other part's like a fresh grocer or something like that. It's like a produce junction. Yeah, Produce Junction. That's yeah, it. yeah, yeah. But yes, yeah, so back back in the day, they replaced it with like the most boring shit possible. It was like a carpet store and that. But before then, wasn't it Michael's for a little bit? Yes, it was. It was also Michael's. Yeah. They kept replacing it with terrible shit. It used to be a Discovery Zone. It's garbage. You could run, jump, swing, crawl, and have some fun with your kid, your your friends. It was the birthday party location of choice from ages like four to ten. Yeah, between that and Grand Slam USA, man, I cannot believe that. Grand Slam. Mm. Love me some Grand Slam. It's, it's not shocked me at all that those places went out, out of business on account of the fact that they relied on like video game revenue. And guess what? You don't need any of that shit anymore. Everybody has video games at home. But No, remember we figured out it's still open and I'm just a fucking idiot? Oh, Grand Slam is open. That Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Like I said, Grand Slam surviving uh, <laughs> <laughs> on a steady stream of revenue of batting cages and like arcade games. Somehow. Some way. Welcome, friends. To the Brose Podcast. Available as always on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, too, and everyone else where fine podcasts are brought in. So, yeah, you know where to find our show at this point. We've been doing this for so long. Session 55. 55. 55 times we've congregated, drank wine, and answered questions from you, the listener, about life, the universe, and everything. But in order for us to get those questions, we need you to send them to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Before we get to those questions, let's discuss what we're drinking tonight. Uh, Tim, let's start with you. What were you drinking this evening? I am polishing off the end of a delicious Pinot Br- 
Pinot Brewer from Josh of the Josh Sellers Winery. Delicious, fantastic, uh, just as good as the rosé from the same wonderful winery or vineyard or whatever we want to call them. Yeah. Uh, I also wanted to point out that I'm drinking it from a wedding glass from uh, my buddy Rick and his wonderful wife, Danielle's wedding, which hmm. has this cute little like heart tree on it. Oh, lovely. That's a nice glass. Uh, and it and it had uh, some bamboo in it, uh, so we took two of them, even though I don't think we were supposed to. Uh, and Martha replanted <laughs> the bamboo this morning. So hmm, nice, free nice. wine glass and awesome bamboo. Good nice. stuff. Good nice red that you got there. Um, I am polishing off my bottle of uh, Valenzano Harmony Peach Pinot Grigio, uh, a New Jersey winery, and uh, this grew on me. I, I was going to say I, I was not expecting this to be very good based on my first couple of tastes of this but this turned out pretty good again it's juice it's fruity it's very sweet if you like sweet white wines this is right up you know this is gonna be right up your alley um i'm also drinking this out of a special glass because i thought i was drinking it out of my official brose glass but i'm not i'm drinking it out of tim's oh <laughs> yep nice so, so uh so sorry tim i will give this a thorough cleaning the next time you are in pennsylvania in like six months or i don't know thanksgiving i mean Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. Yeah, you get together and do a brose podcast around Christmas time, though. That's family. I think we right could there. do it. I'm down. I've got mm. an entire week off from Christmas to the beginning of the year. I don't think I'm going to be available to do a brose podcast during Christmas. <laughs> during during the holiday that I spend with like the three families that I spend time with, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that. Oh man. Yeah, we'll that, do a, we'll that, do a, that's a burst everyone's bubble tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a brose special, just me and you, Tim. Okay. It's Tim and Rich being like, boy, isn't Matt a dick? Uh, <laughs> Rich, what are you drinking? Rich coming up with takes and me saying, nah. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> be the, wor- the worst uh, episode of uh, Crossfire ever. I have pretty much polished off. I thought about finishing it before I got to this point. But pretty much polished off my bottle of uh, Dream Dreambird. The Pino Grigi Bro, sure. Um, and it was a nice uh, Pino White that um, I would probably buy again, especially for the six dollar price tag. It's all about the value, baby. Now, Sean, you were polishing off some G and T's on account of the fact that you're feeling a little bit under the weather, uh, yep. so you've shifted from wine to hard liquor. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and uh, they're treating me right. You know, hmm. I love I love me some G and T's. Sean, you're wearing a Notre Dame sweatshirt. Is it, do you have family that attended Notre Dame, or is this just like a, no, like a fun, a familial thing? We found I found this when we went camping one year. Like somebody had left it at the campsite. Oh, so it's just this is just a random sweatshirt that I found. <laughs> it's like in the middle of the woods. It was in in the cabin that we were staying in. Okay, all right, all right, all right. All right. Is this That's now good. your attempts at returning this to whoever it was? Like. You want to let them know, like, hey, if if they want yeah. their sweatshirt back, yeah, no. come get it. Fry <laughs> it off my cold dead like, body. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's him taunting them, saying like, "Ha ha, now mine, bitch." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I just love the fighting Irish. Mm. All right, uh, I have in front of me our last round of questions, and again, brosequestions at gmail dot com. If you want your question answered on the air, um, are you guys ready? Let's do it. Let's go. Let's go. Excellent. Excellent. Our first question. Do you have friends who don't like each other? And if so, do you encourage them to get along or do you just meet them separately? 
I used to have friends. I don't have that many anymore, but I definitely used to have friends who like I got along with one and I got along with the other, but they didn't get along with each other. I've definitely had that before. Um, I don't know if I've got any now, though, and I did not try to like push them to do like to be like, oh, just get along. I don't know, get along for the sake of the friend group or get along for me. Like, nah, man, if you don't like somebody, you don't like somebody. It's fine. Like, you know, if you, if, if it, you know, so I don't, I don't, I don't push for that, even though it would be extremely convenient for me if that was, <laughs> they suddenly decided to start doing that. Um, I don't, to my knowledge, I don't have friends like that anymore, but what do you, what about you guys? I, I, we, we, we have a friend who I wouldn't say like that he doesn't get along with everyone else or everyone else doesn't get along with him. Um, but some aspects of his personality can be problematic okay. and has had a fallout with one of our good friends. Okay. So I know that, uh, they, one will try to hang out with the other and the other one actively avoids them. Hmm. But I mean, like you, you can't, you can't force it. I mean, trying to force people who don't like each other to hang out is just asking for problems. Mm-hmm. And in that specific instance, if like, oh, hey, this person's coming, it's like, cool, I'm not. Yeah. It's like, all right, you just have to respect it. That's all. It's like putting two beta fish together in a bowl. So you just, gonna, you just don't do it. Like, there's no point. You're never going to get them to work it out. Yeah, I, I was I was going to make a joke about it's like telling me I should I need to go hang out with a cat. And I was like... Yeah, but I I like cats. I just also like <laughs> breathing. So yeah. it's not quite the same, but No. Mm. Yeah. No. Uh Rich, do you have any friends who don't like each other and do you, how do you uh how do you facilitate that? Um as far as I can tell, no. There's no uh, there's no friends that doesn't like each other. It was usually I was usually the friend that wouldn't like someone and so I would be the one who would always ask, who's going to be there? And if the other person was going to be there, I would not go. Um, and it was there was a long time running where my brother would have people over every Friday, have pizza and play games or whatever. There was one specific person whom I believe I told the story that I almost punched him in the face once. Even prior to that time, like if I found out that he was going to be there, I would not go. Because I just did not like this person, didn't want to have to associate with him anymore. Um, but I, I don't think I necessarily have any friends that don't get along. Well, I mean, I tend to hang out with Vince by himself, um, and no one really likes Vince. So that's, that's mm. a kid. We all love mm. Vince. Um, but no, I, yeah, it's, I, I've, I've never gotten, I've never had to deal with that situation as far as I can remember. Have you, Sean? Uh, when I was in high school... My girlfriend at the time didn't really get along with my friends, and it turns out that she was right. But huh. I, I still, uh, I you you like, I would try to get them to hang out and try to get them to make nice, but it was like, it was futile and also ill advised. Like they were just they were just assholes, uh, and so like I it from. Anecdotally, it seems like one of the parties is usually right in not liking the other person. But 
I think the I think now as an adult, I think I would just like compartmentalize those two friendships and be like, okay, I'll hang out with you, and then I'll hang out with you, and we don't have to hang out together. Like everyone doesn't have to be friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think there's a bigger problem also when you're younger and like you're you're like as you get older, I think you get more selective about the people that you're friends with. Um, just because a you have only you have less time to devote to your friends uh, as like a large group, so you become more selective in that way. And B, you just know what you want in a friendship. But when you're younger, you're just like, oh, you know, half the people I'm in school with, you know, I would consider like I'm friendly with, and so inevitably there's going to be some conflict between different groups of people or what have you. And as you get older, you eventually it just becomes like. Well, unless you're like talking about two like very close friends, usually it just becomes it's it sounds a little um, uh, harsh, but it's almost like, well, it's, it it would be easier if all of the people I know just genuinely got along like it just it just becomes that. And so it, it, you don't you don't make decisions based on, oh, I'm only going to hang out with people who get along with each other. But I think it sort of naturally happens over time that your group becomes small enough that. You know, you don't have that as much opportunity for conflict. Doesn't mean it doesn't happen, but no. That's just my thought on it. Mm -hmm. The next question. uh, Do you have any friends who are much older or younger than you? And is age important in a friendship? Uh, No, age is not important, in my opinion. As long as you guys are open in communication uh and not getting like bitter about just like generational mishaps or like things that are different or taken differently by different generations or age groups Mm -hmm. uh i i definitely have a lot of friends uh not a lot of friends i've had several friends who are at least six to ten to fifteen years older than me uh, by nature of me just being a friendly guy at work and making friends with people that I work with. And sometimes it's like, oh, yeah, I'm like 26. And one of the operators down the way is 57, but also hilarious. And let's go get drinks. And like, that's just how that goes. Mm-hmm. And then also kind of less often the other way around, just because they people younger than me tend not to be in the jobs or the workplaces that i'm in so i just don't interact with anyone that much younger than me but yeah older than me it's it's fine they tend to like that i get more of the jokes that most people my age wouldn't just because i've consumed that much older media but yeah that's about it Mm -hmm. rich yeah um i think i've even talked about him when 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 one of the questions uh like a year or two ago was asked like who's your work bff it was uh this the uh this this guy mark that i i work with or did work with uh i mean we're still friends to this day and he's like i don't know like a million years old Uh, he's like Mm -hmm. 50 um but like that's the running joke that i constantly call him boomer and 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 mock him for his age and he's not that much older but he's still older um uh, yeah we 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 have very similar interests with like Marvel and 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 movies and things like that. Like he's one of the few people that actually got me to collect some Funko Pops uh, that I hate him for now because I have sixty of them and I don't want any more, but I keep buying more. Um, 
And yeah, it's just it's the age age shouldn't matter when it comes to friendship. Age, age shouldn't matter at all when it comes to any sort of relationship. Um uh with 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 some minor exception and minor used for a specific reason. Um and it's just yeah, if if somebody's that much older than you or that much younger than you and you're able to make a friendship, that's great. It's more power to you. How about you, Sean? Um well, I'm like friendly with the people I work with, and most of them are in their fifties. So I think, I guess, I guess I have friends who are older than me. I don't have anybody. I don't really hang out with anybody that much younger than me. To say that, uh, I have I have young friends, but I think, I think that in friendships the age doesn't matter. I think in relationship relationships, I think it does or it can, mm. but mm. in friendships, I think it's a, a lot less important. If you have, if you, if it's purely platonic and you have similar interests, I think you're good to go. You're GDG. Yeah. But friendship is also heavily about shared experiences. And that's why you wind up becoming friendly. Like if there's mm. a big age difference in your friendship, it becomes, a lot of the time it's related to work because boy, what's more of a shared experience than the place you're spending 40 plus hours a week at. Yeah. You know, so, so you can absolutely bond over that and then you wind up expanding to different, you know, your, your different interests and everything. Relationships. I do agree is a little bit different, but um, cause that's more about life experience than it is about just shared experience, like working the same job or, or being at the same school or what have you. But, um, but yeah, I, I think it's fine. I've got you know, again. It's mostly coworkers. I, they're mostly older at this point. Um, I I don't you know my, the nature of my work is the same in which I don't interact with a lot of like I'm you know I'm 32. I don't interact with a lot of 22 year olds in my job yet because uh, because they're they're not working at a bank yet. They got to graduate, man. They got they got a couple of months left to go. Uh, so I think as we grow older, that's going to become a little bit more common where like the young bucks, uh, come and you know, they, they, they befriend us old fogies at the, uh, at the workplace or what have you. For sure. Hmm. Oh yeah. I'll be honest. Uh, I'm kind of excited to be at that point and be the old fogey because that's honestly some of the best work relationships I've ever had have been with people's at a larger age gap than me and they've been great mentors and friends and just conversation. So I can't wait to be that guy for someone else. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to be the old fogey and say things that like people would disagree with, but then just be like, Oh, it's cause he's old. Mm. I'm, I'm never can't wait to be set in your ways. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> can't wait. It's uh, a, a friend of mine has said um, quite a few times recently that, his wife was once told by an old man, the older you get, the more Republican you become. And I'm like, I'm afraid that's how it's going to actually happen. And it's well, the old Churchill be... quote. It's like if you're if you're 20 and a conservative, you have no heart. And if you're 40 and a liberal, you have no brain. Yeah. It's something like that. So, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know if that will happen or not, but that's, mm-hmm. yeah, wouldn't be shocking. Wouldn't be shocking. Yeah. Next question. Uh, what goals have you recently set for yourself and how are you doing with those goals so far? You know, fuck it. I'll talk about me working out. Uh, so I, <laughs> so um, I recently started weightlifting again. It's been a long time since I lifted weights on a regular basis, but a couple of months ago, I started lifting weights again. And my goal is simply to max out 
the dumbbells that I had because I used to be able to max out the dumbbell weight that I had and do and do bench press with the two free weights that I've got and I can't anymore and it seconds me so uh so I'm I'm back on that and uh I am making progress I'm actually on my own internal schedule slated to go up another rung uh on the weights uh I'm not gonna brag about how much I can lift but it's like more than 10 pounds uh, <laughs> um but uh but i'm slowly to go up another rung so i am from where i started i starting next week i will be about 50 percent of the way to my goal uh nice. from where i started in like june the other one that i have to that i have made no progress on because i just made it earlier this week is i have to be able to get back into half marathon shape because my love run registration that i signed up for like two years ago, kept getting kicked down the road, down the road because of COVID. And now finally they're running it in March of 2022. It's time, it's time to pay the piper. It's time for Casnell to get back out there. And, uh, you know, he's, he's the rent is due. It's time to go and run a half marathon again. So, uh, I got to get back onto that. So uh, I've made no progress on that one. To be a hundred percent honest, when you said, fine, I'll talk about working out in my head. I was like, I need to say, here he goes talking about marathon again. Here he goes talking. (laughs) Well, again, the goal goal is to go from two and a half miles a day to like anything more than that, please. Because otherwise (laughs) my, my, my poor, poor knees are not going to make it through, uh, running up, up and down that gigantic hill in Fairmount park. Mm -hmm. It's me. Bad news bears. And by the way, any of you three are welcome to join me for the love run. Boom! It goes to charity. If you don't join, you hate charity. (laughs) When? When is it? No nose goes. Um, late March, March twenty seventh. I want to say. I don't know. Uh, it's it's like one of the last Saturdays of March. On. See, I think it's March twenty seventh. Yeah, it's Sunday, March twenty seventh. See, one of my goals was to get back into a good shape to start golfing again next year, Uh, and I have not even started trying to do that. So. To have the motivation to also try to run a half marathon, I mean that would really help out getting in back in a golfing shape. There's a seven k um, option too, I think. Which there's like a you can like break off halfway and do a seven k mm-hmm. instead of the full uh, the full thirteen point one. Uh, I mean, that's, it's that's, an option. That's... If I was smart, I would have done that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's definitely an option. Um, but yeah, it's, I have not done any progress in trying to work out or lose weight or try to get into a good shape for like next spring slash summer. Um, it's just at the end of the day, 10 o'clock motivation is just gone and I don't really want to do anything. And I have been trouble having trouble waking up to try to be able to do stuff. So it's it is what it is. Um, but I, I, I might I'll think about it. I'll think about it. I'll do you have any you other know. goals that you've recently set for yourself? Uh, back uh, after my vacation. Um, I set a goal of getting 50 followers on Twitch and I just reached 44. I got four followers this week. I just reached 44. Oh yeah. So I, my goal, my goal was 50 by the end of the year, 50 by December 31st. So I'm almost there. It would be nice. Um, and like, as far as I could tell, a lot of my followers are natural followers that I do not know. They're not a lot of people I do know, so it's, I it my 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 gaming is getting out there. So you want me to unfollow? Is what you're saying? <laughs> no, I want you. I actually That's don't know I if you. Do I don't know either. Follow? I haven't used. I have no idea. I I have used Twitch like three times, and it's all for broadcasting Madden. Yeah, I yeah. follow you. I've talked you to do. you once. 
Yeah, I don't know if you heard me say, but it even said, like, first time chatter when you messaged oh, yeah. me. And I was like, wow, it friend says of sh- long friend time. Friend of the stream, Sean O'Brien. <laughs> Sean O'Brien time, says first, first time. Ti- first time, long time. Uh, <laughs> I even mentioned it. I was like, What's wow, your favorite FPS? I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> well, yeah, it's uh, that's, that's one of my goals, because if I can get that to 50 and get people talking, that gets me to affiliate status and... Then I can start doing like uh, get taking in donations and things like that when I reach affiliate status, so I can do like charity streams and stuff, which are are things that I want to try to start doing some charity streams and whatnot. Very nice, Tim. What's a goal you've recently set for yourself, and how are you doing? Uh, the only goals I've had recently have been work oriented. Uh, and I had a plan to implement a machine rotation for at least one section of operators within three months of me starting that went into effect last week. And then I also wanted to implement essentially a routine that my boss had, my previous boss had done with me and a couple of our employees on a much smaller scale, uh, and essentially adapting it to a 19 person staff uh and that started this week as well so hmm. i'm on point look at you nice look at you following through on your goals yeah professional yeah. development <laughs> uh sean how about you um my goal right now is to shoot even par from the long tees at my local frisbee golf course and mm-hmm. i am not anywhere near that uh hmm. it's very difficult and uh i just have to practice but i go and i i try every so often and you know it doesn't work out for me but i'm i'm having a good time and that's all that really matters is do you sense you know, that you're making progress like you're getting closer oh yeah to, yeah to i'm definitely better than i was i'm just uh it's just it's just hard it's just mm-hmm. difficult mm-hmm. yeah we're working our way there a goal. Yeah. Support your bros and supporting their goals. The next question is, uh, what's something about yourself that you hope will never change? Something about yourself you hope will never change. Um, I hope that I don't lose my sense of optimism. Uh, cause I think, I think a lot of what makes me like liberal is that I have optimism that people are good and can like reach down and look out for one another. And so I hope that doesn't change. I hope I can still, when I'm 50, look at people and be like, these are people are inherently good. Like we want, we want, we, we, in essence, want what's best for one another, even if sometimes it doesn't seem that way. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a, it's a relentless optimism or at least a sense of optimism. Yeah. I hope, I hope I don't fall in, if I fall into like nihilism, it's just, that's it. That would Jesus. be a bummer. <laughs> yeah. Would not be great. And it's just dark cynicism. That would be rough. Yeah. That, that's a good one to pick. What about you, Tim? Um, I would say my adaptability, because honestly, without it, I probably would have lost my mind or just 
driven myself to insanity and hate everyone I know and isolate myself years ago. Uh, or at least just be homeless and have no job or do anything ever. Uh, but honestly, it's the only way, not the only way, it's the easiest way for me to like diffuse a situation or get away, not get away. I, I guess just adapt from instead of reacting in an angry way from because something didn't go how I thought it would just adapting to the new situation and rolling with it. So honestly, my adaptability is half of why I haven't killed anyone. <laughs> nice. <laughs> is that one of your other goals is to avoid killing someone for a full year of your job? No, I don't no. want to set myself up for failure. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I, w- I wouldn't do that either. <laughs> All right. I like that one. What about you, Rich? Um, hmm. I, I'm not sure. I this this might sound weird, but um, uh, I would have to say, uh, I I don't, I don't want my anxiety to go away. In a, in a sense, like I want my anxiety to be less, but I don't want it to go away because then that means that I don't give a shit anymore. In a way, like. I have anxiety due to the fact that, like, I worry about how, what people think, what people will think about me, and 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 where, like, what what's going to happen if this stuff happens, and I don't want that to go away because it means that I do care. I care what people think. I care, like, what's going to happen, and if it just like at one point or another, just like. I give up and just start doing whatever the hell I want to fucking do with with no no one to care with not worrying about what other people feel. I like, I, I don't want that to happen. So it's like, I don't know. I don't know if that's necessarily my anxiety, but like, that's the best way for me to put it. you give a shit factor. Yeah. Yeah. Like I want to always care about what people think about either me or what I'm doing or how I'm doing things. I, I don't want to end up just being like, I don't care what you think anymore. I, whatever you're bullshit mm-hmm. as a related thing i think it'd be a, a sense of empathy i don't want that to change because especially during the pandemic it became such a, a there was such an emphasis by me and i i think i am not alone in this and just like making sure that i am okay making sure that you personally are in a good space and that you personally are good which is very important it is important to make sure that you're in a healthy space um it's sort of the 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 airplane thing of help yourself, then help the children kind of thing. Um, but it, 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 you take that to too far an extreme and suddenly you just, you're, you're, you, it, there's, it's, there's a levy that goes from, you know, self-care to selfish. And I, I don't ever want to lose the part of me that keeps me from going off that other side. If that makes sense. Like I want to, I, I, I always, my, my, I am always at my happiest when the people around me are happy and uh, to, to a point where sometimes, you know, and so I want, I don't want to lose that. I want to lose the fact that like, I am, I am aware of other people and, and aware of what they need and aware of what my friends and loved ones need and that I can help, you know, in some way help provide them whatever it is that they need. Um, and, and the, the other one is my height. Um, because if I, because if that changes, that means something horrible has happened. Um, a a horrific accident, a, 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 you know, a a grave mistake on my end 
where suddenly I wake up and I'm shorter. Oh, but well, that's it. Then if because if, if that changes, then something terrible has happened, and uh, I can't. I, I'm not going to deal with that. Well, would it really be that terrible if you freaky Friday with Tim? Like, I cannot imagine a worse fate than <laughs> to wake up one day and realize that I'm roughly three foot two, and. <laughs> And you know, all at once, I just blinked. It was like, you know, I, I, I did whatever it was in Freaky Friday, like the mystic, you know, switch bodies. And suddenly I woke up and I'm like, I can't ride the roller coasters anymore. Um, <laughs> Matt goes to sleep as a Goliath and then wakes up as a gnome. Yes. It'd be horrible. It'd be horrible. Yeah. So it's only Tim, you go to sleep as a gnome and wake up as a Goliath. Oh, I'm yeah. all about it. I'm okay with this entire situation. <laughs> I wouldn't want to yeah, Then I wouldn't want to go back. Jarring. I don't trust you in my body. I don't trust that you know what to do with this this uh, like sentinel frame that I've got <laughs> oh, in comparison to what you've got. Oh, and, I'm and gonna I fall over myself the entire time. Yeah, it'd be like the opposite of Freaky Friday, where I see what you've done with my body and be like, I'm good. No, you, you, you <laughs> screwed up my back. knees. You screwed up my knees. You skinned my shins. This is a mess now. Try to take stairs like a champ. Fell. Yeah. It, it, it'll be the reason that that tempered glass in front of the stairs finally breaks. Finally. <laughs> Next question is, what fills your heart to bursting level? Hmm. Fills your heart to bursting level. It's going to explode. Just boom, there goes your heart. It's a a solidly level. written emotional story that does not rely on classic... Uh, tropes. I was going to specify gender tropes, but I'm just going to say tropes in general. Because I feel like all uh, so many stories have just been so fucking overdone, predictable as hell, and then you end up just not being involved. And I think one of my favorite examples, even though like it's still kind of obvious where it was going, was um, uh, is, it, is, is it Onward or Homeward? Onward, the Homeward. Disney movie? Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. That that just like that was a lot for me to watch. Uh-huh. And it was yeah. a great movie, but like that hits me mm-hmm. real real heavy. Mm. I yeah, I that that movie Yeah, that hit me hard, that movie. I really loved it. Um I would have to say like, uh, I don't know. Pass for a second. I figure <laughs> out how to word it. Yeah, it is. Uh, kids, kids in general, like especially kids I've seen grow up. Like I, I, I have, uh, I've been fortunate in the sense that on my mom's side of the family, I'm the oldest, and so I've seen. You know, even if I'm like a comparable age to the people that are that are growing up, I've still gotten to witness every one of my cousins grow from young to old, and especially the youngest now. Um, I've got a, a younger cousin who's 18, a uh, younger cousin who is is 14, my goddaughter, uh, and a younger a couple of young cousins who are like graduating college now, which is sickening. And because uh, <laughs> I remember when they were babies, I remember holding them. I remember the day that they that the you know I was like 10 or 11 years old. Uh, when the, you know my my aunt or aunt, my aunts and uncles came home with them, and to see them grow into like full freaking adults, and to be like just whip smart, smarter than I'll ever be, you know, kind people, like you know, 
real life, like, like not just like, I know, you know, there, there's a point in every, you know, when you raise children that they're like, oh man, they're like real adults. They're like real humans now when they hit like 10. But like, this is like, not only they're like real humans that you have a conversation with, but like, it's just, I don't know. Like, like seeing some of them, like I was just at, um, I was just at my, uh, my younger cousin's soccer game a couple weeks ago. Uh, and, and, uh, this is the 18 year old. And I remember when he was just like a, you know, a little fuzzball and seeing him as a full fight, being like a great soccer player and to see who he's transformed into and, and having talked to him before, like, it's just, I don't know the, the process of aging, I guess, just to watch it go from like, you know, four to, to 16. is just like a beautiful thing to me and to watch those kids grow up and watch my goddaughter grow into the, the, the. 14 year old honestly young woman that she has become is is uh it's beautiful it fills me it fills me with joy mm-hmm. also my 14 year old goddaughter loves anime which is like speaking to my high school heart uh <laughs> that she got into anime and i was just like because i remember asking about uh, asking my aunt like oh it'll be a good gift for uh for natalie for uh, it was her birthday and she, and she was also getting confirmed and uh, so, like, oh, what would be a good gift for her? And she's like, oh, she's really getting into anime. And I was like, we did it. <laughs> we did, <laughs> we did it. it. Toonami's back, baby. <laughs> Toonami, holy shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> Tom's the <laughs> man, yo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get it. <laughs> I'm going to get her a Zoids DVD box set or get her nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> Zoids, man. Oh, man. Good old days. Uh, Sean, what fills your heart with joy? Or fills your heart uh, to bursting level. Uh, when Alice says, I love you. Oh, that is good. She says, I love you, daddy. And I'm like, oh, my God, you fucking do. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, hell yeah, pound it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it's the cutest shit. And uh, I remember like before I had Alice being like having the internet, having ruined the word daddy for me. (laughs) (laughs) But honestly, like when she says it, it's the cutest shit. And I'm just like, all right, like it doesn't, it doesn't matter at all. Cause there's no connotations or anything. It's just daddy's back. Daddy's having a moment. Exactly. It's sick, man. I love it. Awesome, man. Mm Mm-hmm. That's a great one. Hard to tie that one. Rich, uh, do, you have, do you have an answer? Yeah, it's it's a, a good story about a person uh, coming over their own personal anxieties or issues in general. Um, as dumb as it sounds, like the best example I can think of would be, uh, and Tim, you could probably, you, you, you'd really, I think you're the only one who can uh, identify with this uh, example. Um, in the concert arc of My Hero Academia, um, the uh, the <laughs> earphone headphones jack can't remember her name. She was too shy. <laughs> she didn't want to do the concert. She didn't want to do the thing, and they pushed her into it. And she overcame her anxiety and became like the head lead singer of their band or whatever. And it's just like that gets like stories like that get me like stories where they they overcome their own anxieties and their own issues to break out of their shell and into somebody new, somebody potentially better, if, if that makes sense. It's a uh, Jiro. A Jiro. Yeah. I always forget her name. I mean, she's, she's... 
it's pretty much the only time she's been a primary or super important character. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like it's not just that, but like stories like that where characters just like they overcome their own anxieties to break out into something more. Beautiful. Beautiful. It's also a great song. It is a great song, and it's a great song about that. So it's it's so good. I was listening to it like four times today. Has everybody's hearts gone kaboom? Yes. The biggest kaboom. Also, also, Chase. Chase makes my heart go kaboom. Mm. Oh. Go kablamo. Next question comes with the subject line. Subject, uh, my vision of the past is unclear. Body, is Goldeneye the hat-throwing game? That's from Charlie Brem. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes it, is. it is the hat-throwing game. You're right. Yes. Uh, is where you could be odd job and throw the hat and slice somebody's head off. It would just be super tiny and just karate chop the shit out of everyone and they can't shoot you because you're too tiny. Yes, Goldeneye, yeah. Goldeneye is definitely the hat-throwing game. Uh, I don't even remember playing. It was not a rule. Like I know that's like a trope now is that everybody had like the rule for Goldeneye was that it was no odd job allowed because odd job had no... You couldn't hit odd job. He's too small. Um, <laughs> but we just never played as odd job. I don't know why. We just never... I don't know, but, it didn't even occur to us to play as odd job. We just all we wanted to do was shoot the Moonraker laser and just pew, 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 with unlimited right? ammo. <laughs> that, that's, the laser that's, was awesome. That's like in um, I don't know if you guys ever played Time Splitters, but we had a house rule that you weren't allowed to play as the monkey because the monkey was also the short character, so you'd have to aim down to shoot them. And so I always played as the monkey, and I would always win. So eventually, like you're not allowed to play as the monkey anymore mm-hmm. because we can't shoot you. And I'm like, well, you suck. <laughs> well that's on you my guy yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you should have thought to pick the monkey exactly like yeah. why don't we just all pick the monkey like were you not then... all four allowed to be the monkey i don't remember probably uh, not I... golden eye you couldn't all be odd job you couldn't sure i don't think so oh because that would be my rule is like instead just go the opposite direction all odd job only odd job yeah because yeah, exactly. i i feel like me and my one brother would always fight to try and be odd job and then one of us would just get butt hurt when we couldn't, and then pick somebody else. Mm. Yeah. And then the other brother just was actually good at the game, so he didn't bother trying to be odd job. Yeah. I, I, Goldeneye for me though was the Golden Gun game. I don't remember odd job being a problem. It was always just uh, Golden Guns, Golden Guns, just Dude, proximity mines all day, homie. <laughs> First grade multiplayer game. Uh, Sean, would you like to confirm for Charlie that it is indeed the hat throwing game? It is indeed the hat throwing game. Dude, nailed it. <laughs> uh, the next question. If you could have one cartoon character be your real life best friend, who would you choose and why? Would it be Sonic the Hedgehog? <laughs> it would not be Sonic the Hedgehog. I would not have Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic, Sonic would actually probably be a shitty friend. I don't know. It depends on what iteration of Sonic you're talking about. Like Sonic no. the movie, Sonic the Hedgehog, maybe. But nah, nah. I don't think annoying. it matters which version. They're all pretty bad as a best friend. <laughs> yeah, nah, nah. I don't want any part of that. What cartoon character would you pick to be your real life best friend? Hmm. It's a good question. Boy, this is tricky. Ooh, I would pick Ash Ketchum. <laughs> that's an itch. that's a good one. Why because, Ash Ketchum? Because he has all the Pokemon. 
It's true. He, he has, doesn't. Yes. He has like he has, six of them. No, he has so many Tauruses. <laughs> yeah, all Taurus. the Tauruses. Yeah, they're on Bill's PC. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought you were gonna say because you could always be better than him because he is <laughs> the worst. <laughs> I just uh, shitting on Sean's best friend, Ash Ketchum. Dude. My best friend, Ash Ketchum. <laughs> Jeez, Ash, man. Ash is the worst Pokemon trainer, okay? I don't know. He keeps winning. Hands down. No, he doesn't. He won no, one he tournament. Doesn't. He won one Doesn't he have, like, all the badges? It, it, yeah, but he's never but that won doesn't a, win the tournament. He's, he's only won one badge. Or well, not one win. badge. How, one do, how, do you get the, how do you get the badges? You have to By win, but you have to win. Oh, you have to win some. <laughs> but but okay, let's see. Uh, how many gym matches did he actually win? I don't think he beat Misty. Uh, he he didn't. barely beat Brock. I don't think he beat any of the he, other gym leaders. They all gave cheated. it to him because he you has gumption. Citing, and, you just keep citing like and, how he barely beat Brock, which I, I last time I checked, a, uh, is a win. But that's like, a, that's a, a W sprinkler system. So so with those two. With those two wins, but maybe with that one win, because I don't can't remember if he beat Misty. The rest of the trainers or gym leaders gave him badges because he's got chutzpah and gumption, yeah. and yeah. that's it. He never yeah. won. But, 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 but to never my understanding, won. To my understanding, you can only get them if you win. And uh, to your response of "Oh, because he's a nice guy," and they felt bad for him. My response is scoreboard. <laughs> Look. He's got the badges. They didn't even Ergo. play the game. Ergo. They didn't even play the game, Look. Matt. Look, he did it, play that's... the game. He's got the ba- This is a absolutely the dumbest conversation when, we've ever had. When, when, the, when the Eagles went to the Super Bowl the first mm-hmm. time against mm-hmm. the the the, uh, mm-hmm. the 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 Patriots, mm-hmm. were they the best? No, because they lost to the Patriots. Yeah, Ash is not the best. Because he doesn't yeah, win when yeah, it and counts. nobody sent the Eagles home with any hardware. Ash Ketchum <laughs> came home with the hardware. They didn't Not give him. A, they didn't give. They didn't give Donovan McNabb like a bonus Lombardi trophy because he did a decent job. Ash is <laughs> the worst. Is not, is not, yeah, okay. terrible comparison here. Uh, and yeah, Sean, Sean's Sean's best friend does not appreciate it. No. <laughs> Matt, Matt, Matt. Yeah, Tim. What cartoon character would you pick? I pick Ash Ketchum because fuck both of you. <laughs> you, can, you can tell it's getting late. Tim's trying to end the podcast. Yeah. No, I was just trying to end this argument because it can and will go on forever. Oh, yeah, boy. I know. Well, I mean, to be fair, Tim, to even answer that question, you got to answer. You have got to answer like what even counts as a cartoon character. Um, <laughs> the style of animation my, my goes dude. back as far as <laughs> my, my man. Yes. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> Tim, I don't know what time zone it is down there in like what Southern Cal or the Dakota Lina, wherever the hell it is you are. Um, but we got plenty of time. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I'd pick uh, Finn the Human from Adventure Time. No, Jake. Okay. No, Jake. Jake the dog. Jake the dog. Yeah, much better choice there, bud. Yeah. Any problems, Rich? <laughs> no, no, no. Did Jake really the Dog not Adventure save Time. the kingdom enough for you? I, I, I actually haven't watched Adventure Time, so I have no comments on. There, on, there you go. There you go. I, there you go. I hear he makes a mean bacon pancake. Make a pancake. Make a bacon pancakes. Make a bacon. Then I put it in a pancake. Tim, bacon who would you pick? Pancake. Uh, I'm going to go with Asta from Black Clover. Uh, which I don't, I guarantee Matt has no idea what that is. How many badges did they win? (laughs) 
Uh, well, none, because he's trying to be the Wizard King, which has nothing to do with Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but essentially, I'm picking him, one, because he's a short dude, and like he's probably going to be shorter than me, so I'm mm-hmm. cool with that. Uh, and two, essentially, he was born with the worst hand possible, and he said, "Fuck that! I'm a good. I'm gonna go be a badass." Uh, and he's also rel- very, very loud on a regular basis. So fewer people will yell at me for being loud because they're gonna be busy yelling at him for being loud. <laughs> so that, plus, like, he doesn't have in a world of magic. He has no magic, so he just gets buff as shit and then figures out how to cancel magic but that's besides the point he gets buff as shit so like buff short man asta country strength hansen mm-hmm. it's a match made in heaven i'm going to pump you up <laughs> uh rich what cartoon character would you befriend in real life um you know uh for some reason when this question came up the first thing that came to my mind was Danny Phantom. Because young Danny Phantom, he was just 13 when his parents built a very strange machine. (laughs) And I can't remember the rest of it, but that was a great show. And I think Danny Phantom was a cool character. I heard his DNA DNA got all rearranged. (laughs) Yep. Exactly. All right. All right. Danny Phantom. (laughs) Uh, I, I don't, I know that show existed. I know I watched it, but I don't remember enough about like his personality besides the fact that he turns into a ghost. I, I, I mean, I can't a hundred percent remember everything about his personality, but he seemed, he, he was more of like a good trying to be a good person. If he like, like he, it, it, it was always one of those shows where he would, he would do something trying to do good. But it would end up messing things up. But then he would correct it, and that's just seems like a, a good and fun guy. And just like that mm. show is just really cool. But. As long as he learned a lesson. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he seems like he always tried to do the right thing in the end. Kind of like I don't know, Ash Ketchum. <laughs> I don't know. I don't that's know. True. How'd he get all was his it, badges? <laughs> was it the, was it the right thing to abandon his Charizard and mm-hmm. never go pick it back up again? Yes. I don't know. Do you get a badge for it? No, he didn't. <laughs> I'm all about actually. the W. I'm all about the W's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ch- championship W's out of 20 years, he has one. He's like 11, isn't he? Championship wins. He has one championship win. He has pretty one good. like world it's more championship. More than Tim's guy he's, has. He's also been 11 for like 20 years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The Bart Simpson of Pokémon. Um, have you kept any memorabilia from your childhood? I have, I have a... go ahead, Rich. Go ahead. Right. I have all my Pokemon cards. Same. I think Big Ron got rid of them. I don't have mine anymore. Um... I have a little box of like stuff that I've accumulated and it's just it's my memory box and it's just mm. stuff. Mm. It's just like this is a fun thing that I remember. It's like I have like uh tickets to when I went to see Rent. And stuff like that. And so it's just this is just a box of important things to me that I will never get rid of, even right. though I never look at it. <laughs> I got Pinewood Derby cars from back in the day. Same thing. Um, just 
you know, you know, a consistent third place in the Pinewood Derby uh, every, <laughs> every yeah. year than Boy Scouts. So we got those. Uh, I think I have a signed baseball, and I want to say like Frank Robinson signed it. Like the old, um, uh, he was like a, I think played catcher, and he was the manager of the Orioles. And I am ninety nine. I think he was. I'm ninety nine percent sure I have a baseball signed by Frank Robinson, uh, sitting around. Uh, and then yeah, you know, like the like ribbons and things like that. I think I, I have a similar box, Sean. There's a yellow box that my grandfather made me. It says Matt on the outside, so that I wouldn't forget what my name was and then uh and it's got all the stuff stored in there it's a big yellow box it's very well made and uh it's got all that all that all that good stuff in there all that ch- the, ch- the memory box as you would put it mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. but no not a damn pokemon card to be found anywhere in that box no i don't have any of mine either Mm-mm. your best friends would be very disappointed in you mm-hmm. actually no ash would be like you let them go so you're fine um <laughs> Mm. Uh, but no, yeah, I I never really kept a lot of the memorabilia besides the Pokemon cards. Like, I used to hold on to like movie tickets and like baseball or sports games tickets in general, like for like a few months, and they would just pile up on my like uh, night table. And eventually, while cleaning my room, I was like, "Why do I have these?" And I would just throw them out. Um, mm. but I, yeah, like. I've I never really had I might have like I do I have like a signed baseball from one of the 90s Phillies teams like a couple of the um, teammate team members were out there signing before the game or something like that uh, but nothing really of note from my childhood it's all just stuff all just stuff um, and the last question of the evening What's one thing you know for sure? That Chase is a good boy. Chase is such a good boy. Look at him. Oh, Here comes the boy. Hi, good, pop. good boy oh. Chase is a doggoing around the screen. What's one thing you know for sure, Sean? One thing I know for sure... Um. Oh man, this is hard. Mm-hmm. Come back to one, me. One thing I know for sure is Sean's daughter is adorable. <laughs> yes, I know that for sure. She's she's crushing it in terms of her adorability. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Mm. One thing I know for sure is that we're all going to be okay. It's my enduring thing is that no matter how terrible shit can get in life or how scary life can get, uh, whether it's personal or, or macro level with the world, I, I, I know in my heart of hearts that somehow like mankind is going to be okay. Oh, you meant like the general we, not us specifically we. That's very yeah. No, we're fucked. Four of us. Um, but um, <laughs> good answer. No, but like I always say, because like there's there's a there's a tendency. Like and I, I've said this before, where I'm like, oh well, you know, I'm you know I'm gonna be okay. My wife's gonna be okay. But like not everybody is in the same spot that like the four of us are. You know, or or what have you. Like there's people from all walks of life, all manner of of uh, of backgrounds in the world. I, I ultimately 
in spite of the danger that looms seemingly around every corner, um, I, I I still have some of I, I've borrowed some of Sean's optimism uh, in the in the goodness of people, and I think that ultimately we are going to be okay in a very in a very general sense. Doesn't mean it's going to be easy, but uh, I, I'm going to end on a a <laughs> what I would hope would be an uplifting platitude, which is <laughs> we're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. That's a good answer. Mm-hmm. I like it. Uh, my mm-hmm. counterpoint is what I know for sure is that we're all fucked. All right. Hard disagree. Hard disagree. No, that's a good take. I'm just being an asshole. <laughs> Put that thing away. It's hard disagree with Tim Hansen. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, no. <laughs> what, what do you know for certain, Tim? I know for certain that the Earth is not flat. Hard disagree with Mad Cas. No, no. <laughs> yeah, fucking moron. Yeah, it's, it's definitely flat. There you go. Yeah. Mm. I mean, uh, if it were if it weren't flat, why can't I see around it? Who? Oh, exactly. Yeah. I'm going to hate you so hard. God. (laughs) (laughs) So Tim knows for certain that the earth is not flat. Bold statement. Uh, And Rich, what do you know for sure? I know for sure that I need to turn off my alarm. Um, Really closing this bad boy out with a bang, boys. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a tough question yeah. because like, it's it's hard to figure out what you know for sure. Like, I mean, I could go for the easy answer. I know for sure that Ash Ketchum is the worst Pokemon trainer at all to ever exist. Uh, but I'm not going to go that route. Um, uh, I, I know for sure that And I feel like I'm taking the easy, the cheap way out of this. I know for sure that the four of us are all good people, and that <laughs> that's bold. Mm. That is bold. You haven't yeah, seen my Google search history, buddy. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying we're good people right now. I mean, I'm not I'm not talking about what might happen in the future. Like one of us might turn into Tim, a uh, evil genius or scientist or or world dominator or something so who knows well, if info wars ever needs a new host you know i might i consider all my options <laughs> i want i want to hear uh info wars with matt casnell yeah but i just i hope you uh adapt his voice like, you're all, all right filthy filth <laughs> <laughs> it's just a like just a like my my take on howard dean except for it's just spouting conspiracy theories yeah all right. Yeah. So Rich, Rich is I sure mean, that we're good people, which is a nice, which is a nice sentiment. Yeah, I, I do like that. Yes, I enjoy that. Yeah, it's, it's by my like, additional trepidation about the truthfulness of that statement. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it, it, we we are. I mean, at least you three are. I don't know. The jury's out on me, I guess. But it is it a good person thing to say you're a good person? Who knows? But I mean, yeah, we're 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 good people. We do what we try to do. We do what we can to be good people to do good things. Uh, and get good words out, and not not be assholes. So that's a good person, in my opinion. But that's my theme song, Rich. What is? Asshole by Dennis Leary. 
Yeah, but like Tim drives really slow in the ultra fast lane. <laughs> Watch fine, Tim. people make handicap faces. Fine, Tim. You're you're not a good person. Is that fine? Yeah. Should, should I, I I know that for sure? All right, that is the last question that we have <laughs> we for uh, for this whole session. We did it. What? We did we the did whole it. damn thing. Anyone with a closing thought or a take? Nope. I'm fresh. I'm fresh out. Not a take. Given all my takes uh, throughout the course of these last couple of hours, and I got nothing left. You don't my have take any. Is, uh... Uh... Oh, my my take is I love you, bros. Love, love you too. Love you too, bro. Love you too, big fella. Love y'all. Yeah. Who's love a good Tim? Who's a good Tim? <laughs> Timmy. Yeah, he scritch, likes scritch. it under the neck. Yes, he does. He's like, right under the chin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous, and I love it. Uh, Tim, if people want to scratch you under the chin, where can they find you on Twitter? Uh, at Tim R. Hansen. How about you, Rich? At B underscore Walnuts. And you, Sean? At Hey, it's SOB. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter and scratch my chin because I'm such a good boy. At MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. The podcast is on Twitter at Brose underscore podcast. It's on Instagram at Brose underscore podcast. And it's on Facebook at Brose podcast. Uh, you can listen to our show anywhere refined podcasts are bought and sold. And if you have a question you want us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. As always, a huge thanks to Mary O'Brien, who compiles our questions week in and week out, to Tess Riley, who edits our show, to Shannon Vogel, who designed our world-famous logo. You can find Shannon's work at Shannon Vogel Photography and Art on Facebook or on Etsy.com. And our theme music is When by Steven Siebert, and you can listen to Steven's work at the Free Music Archive. Let's plug away, everybody. Rich, what's going on with all your nonsense? <laughs> Twitch.tv slash B underscore walnuts for uh, video game streaming Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. It's generally 7 to 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Uh, you can also go to www.one-quest.com to find our socials and RSS feeds for both PodQuest, the nerdy talk show, and... Bonus action, the Tabletop Podcast, which is finally out, and we'll have three episodes by the release of this episode, um, where all podcasts are available. Sean, what's going on with your Frisbees? I'm throwing them at OB Disc Golf everywhere except Instagram, where it is OB underscore Disc Golf. I co-host the Taste Fakers podcast music show with my brother Alex Casnell, where we take two albums that might not be obviously related but we find a way to connect them whether it's i am what i am by george jones and clear heart full eyes by craig finn uh whether it's uh corn's self-titled debut and angel dust by faith no more or even just just def leopard's hysteria and andrew wk's i get wet we find we take uh those two albums we go into the history we go into the music we get into the bones of the album we find a way to link them up it's the taste fakers podcast every two weeks on thursdays on apple Podcasts, spotify and soundcloud and tim close us out with a, a little plug for our friends at the anchor persons podcast my brother husbands over at the anchor persons podcast greg and gene they're going to bring you the news you didn't know you needed in the most entertaining way possible are you going to be informed Nah. And they say you won't be entertained, but I disagree. Uh, if you like our sense of humor, our mirthy back and forth, uh, then you're going to love the puns coming from these bros in Oregon. And uh, yeah, I mean, that, that pretty much sums it up. You like drooling over Jeff, Jeff Goldblum? They got you. You love 
80s horror and sci-fi and mystery science theater they got you want dumb sports that you never knew existed but are gonna find hilarious they got you so greg and gene got you with the best news at anchor persons Anchor Person's great podcast, and, and uh, a podcast that I can genuinely say has gotten better since we've started. We've we've been we've been friends with these guys uh, for a little under a year now, and I can genuinely say the show has gotten better uh, over time, and has gotten better every time I've heard it. So, uh, the Anchor Person's podcast highly recommended by us, the Bros, uh, who know better than everyone. That's our new tagline, by the way. The Bros, we know better. Than everyone. Than everyone. <laughs> and everyone. I don't know about all that. Everyone. Uh, say goodbye to the listeners, everyone. Bye. Bye. For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweet, and Sean O'Brien, and the entire Action Moves team. Everyone. <laughs> My name is Matt Kaznell, reminding you all to be smart about being stupid. Bye. Everyone. Everyone. everyone.